Hello, my name's Marion Rose, and in this podcast, I want to talk about as parents having big feelings, particularly feelings of rage in relation to our children. And I want to explain what sometimes can be happening in those situations and what we can do to help ourselves. Now, I don't know whether you've ever been in a position with your child where, and it might be that you're really wanting them to do something and they're not doing it, or you're really not wanting them to do something and they're doing it repetitively, repeatedly. And I wonder if you've ever felt really, really big feelings of rage bubbling up in your body. Perhaps they start as frustration and they build into a big rage feeling. And perhaps you've you've maybe said something to your child or done something that you regret. Or perhaps you've managed to hold in and go out and explode afterwards to share with a friend. I wonder if you've ever wondered about what's going on in those moments. I really want to send you lots of compassion if you've had those experiences with your children. Now, in my experience, what often can be happening in those moments is actually what our psyche is designed to do. And I'm going to explain how we can work with our psyche in ways that are actually helpful. So that's actually going to mean that we're less likely to do something that we regret to our child because we're actually going to cooperate with that mechanism in a different way. So in my way of seeing things, the way our psyche is designed to work is that when we experience something in the present moment that reminds us of something from the past that we haven't yet um, had the, the feelings heard and we haven't had, uh, through those feelings being heard, we haven't healed from that experience, that those feelings will come up in the here and now as if they're about the here and now. And often there'll be some link with the original experience. So, for example, in, in these experiences with our children, what can often come up is memories or experiences when we were children. And it may be when, if we were treated harshly by a teacher, maybe we're, we were punished. Um, usually these are positions of feeling powerless or um, experiences of um, being made to do things or um, it may be that you had uh, an older sibling who used to tickle you and wouldn't stop or maybe you were sent to your room as a punishment or um, and you you didn't get to choose what happened your feelings weren't heard so there'll be some memories often repeated memories or experiences we've had where we were powerless and where we felt rage now what I want to offer is that in those positions Rage is a really natural and normal response. It's actually the apt, accurate, most important feeling to feel when we are not being respected, when our um, physical space isn't being treated with respect. So that's if um, someone who's bigger is doing something to us without us, um, with us, without us being willing for that to happen. Rage is like the, a really big no. It's, it's a no, I'm not willing for you to do this to me. Rage is a really important feeling. It's, it's part of what is designed to protect us from situations like that. But of course, often when we were children, it, we either 
outraged and then perhaps we were punished or shamed or something worse happened. So often we, uh, we learned to hold in that rage. We learned different ways to oppress it. We might have uh, clenched our teeth and our rib cage and our shoulders to actually stop that rage from coming out. So that rage didn't get to be heard and didn't get to be expressed in healthy ways. So what happens in the here and now is we're in a situation with our child and often those similar memories will bubble up. Often, you know, if it wasn't um, an older sibling and then you have two children, then the feelings might bubble up then. Or if you are, um, you know, just being a parent, because you're the parent now and you have a child, those childhood memories will often bubble up, especially if your child was you know, three and you had an experience when you were three, those feelings will bubble up. These are all ways our psyche is actually designed to work. Of course, though, we don't want to express that rage to our child. That's not going to be helpful for them. The thing to remember, there are quite a few things to remember that can really help. One is when you're having that feeling in the moment, number one is to remember that this isn't actually directed to your child. These feelings are actually things that you would have wanted to say to your teacher or your parent or your sibling or the person at school who um, did harsh things to you. The, the things that you want to do and the things that you want to say are generally actually things that you really want to say to that, to, to that person from the past. These are things that can be really helpful to start to be aware of. How old do I feel? Who am I actually really wanting to say this to? This isn't about my child. And these can be helpful things to say out loud in the moment because they can help pause you enough to prevent you from actually to saying or doing something to your child. So things like, um, this isn't about you. I'm having some big feelings come, come up now. Um, these aren't your responsibility this isn't your fault, those kinds of things, or even thinking those so that we, because in the moment often it, we believe that our child is, in inverted commas, making us feel this, but actually these are feelings generally that are bubbling up to come up and be heard and healed. So the feelings aren't really towards our own kids, knowing how old we were, understanding the original, um, the original time when we experienced them, and really having some opportunity, so ideally, not at the time, but, but at another time, to either share with, if you have an empathy buddy, if you have a, a friend who's willing to listen, if you have a counsellor or therapist, or in your journal, you can write down all the things that you actually did want to say at the time, all the things that are possibly trying to come out of your mouth towards your child, but actually the things that you wanted to say to that person. So you get to express those and you get to have those lovingly heard because those, those are really valid things to, to have the inclination to want to say. But often the most helpful way is to get them heard by someone else. Often, you know, I don't know what your family's like. Sometimes families are willing to hear things from the past. But often the most helpful way to offload them is to someone who's really able to hear them and love you and listen to you and see the value in what you're doing and knowing that the more you get to offload those and get to say what you didn't get to say and to have that really acknowledged and heard and also to get to hear what you didn't get to hear at the time which are often things like you know I'm really sorry that happened to you or it wasn't your fault or 
to go through, I have something called the Inner Loving Presence process, which is a process that you can go through either with someone or in your own consciousness or in a journal where you go back through and you listen to the thoughts and the feelings and the needs and what you wanted to say and also what you wanted to hear, what you actually needed to happen at that time. And it may have been that you needed someone to come in, maybe an adult, maybe it was another child doing something to you at school and you needed the teacher to come in and to say, to that other child, no, I'm not willing for you to do that. I'm not willing for you, that, you to hurt so-and-so in that way. So that you get the support, the listening, the protection, the acknowledgement, the empathy, the compassion that you needed, as well as the, the validation that your thoughts and your feelings, you know, that they were really valid. It's just that they're showing up now. They're showing up in a situation where you don't, want to express them because they're not about your child and it's going to be not helpful for them it's going to be the opposite for them to express those feelings there so I wonder if that resonates with you I find this such a helpful thing to realize that just like children you know children will have it's the same thing happening with them you know if they were separated after birth then you'll find they'll have if they haven't had the opportunity to heal fully from that and when they're separated or where separations are around, those feelings will come up to be heard and healed now. And we're just the same. Our psyche is designed to work like that. So in the moment when those feelings are coming up, rather than judging yourself or shaming yourself, uh, it's finding those ways in the moment so that you don't express those to your child, so you keep yourself selves both safe, but you do have the opportunity of getting to express those words, feel those feelings in a, in a space that feels safe for you, which means that the more that you get to heal from those, the less those feelings are going to come up in the here and now with your child. So I hope you found that helpful. As I say, I do have an Inner Loving Presence process. I have a course, the Inner Loving Presence process course. I have a free intro if you're interested to find out more about that or about any of my work. You can find it all at marianrose.net. I'm sending you lots of love and compassion. I find that's so important to receive as parents. And I look forward to talking to you in the next podcast. Bye for now.